welcome to the Untold and Unfiltered podcast with me, your host, Gabby. I'm here to talk about all of the things from business to friendships to motherhood or just here to rant because I know we all need that sometimes. Thanks for tuning in and let's get started. What's up, you guys? Welcome back to Untold and Unfiltered with me, Gabby. Um, I'm just going to get right to it because I'm going to explain my entire birth story. Um, I think it's important to share this because I did experience horrific birth trauma. Um, I know a lot of people like prefer not to share this stuff, but I just think it's important because I know I'm not the only one that Um, has gone through this not once but twice now even if it's you've gone through it once completely valid your entire experience okay so um for those of you that don't know I did have my baby um I had him on the 17th of October I was originally due the 6th of November so a little early not too bad Um, I did go full term regardless. Um, He's here. He's healthy. That's all that matters. But okay, I will explain what happened. So on the 17th, around like 2 a.m. or so, um, this all only happened like in a day. Thankfully, I did not have like a two day like thing like I did with Lucas. Um, His was 48 hours. This one was just about 24 Um, around 2 a.m. I felt a little funny like I had peed myself um, but I didn't so I thought my water broke um, but it ended up being like the mucus plug I guess it was like slowly coming out also if you're not into graphic detail shut it off now I'll see you next time Um, yeah so The mucus plug was like slowly, I guess, coming out when I had to go like pee and stuff. So it doesn't necessarily mean like it's a sign of labor because I know people tend to lose it and then it grows back. I I never experienced that, but I have heard of a couple of women that I have spoken to that this has happened. Um, It did not happen for me. Um, It did slowly come out like literally all morning, like every time I peed. So it was kind of gross. So... I went back to sleep because nothing was happening and I didn't really have like any pains or contractions. Um, They tend to feel like really low period cramps. Um, Yeah. So I didn't really feel any of that, but around like 7, 8 a.m. I tend, I started to feel like uncomfortable and I knew like something was happening, but not like completely. Um, So around around that time around the morning like after I got Lucas ready and stuff my mother-in-law came over to watch him and we went to the triage L&D um you know just to let them know like hey I'm sure something's happening I'm not too sure I'm not too sure if my water broke I called in advance and they're like come in we'll check you out and yeah so they like hooked me up to monitors and stuff and just like monitored Jackson and whatever and they said that I was dilated to a two I was one centimeter like a week in advanced so you know I made like slow progress and stuff um again I know that that can literally last like the last entire month where women are like two to four and then still end up being induced but thankfully that was not the case for me 
Um, but I did go to like a two and the contractions were 20 minutes apart around, I want to say 20, but like roughly 15 to 20. So, um, we went home, you know, to try to ramp things up because at this point we're like, okay, something's happening. So let's see what we can do. Um, so, you know, I went walking, um, I did some more bouncing on my yoga ball. Um, I went for like a slightly long walk, but I was with Mike and stuff. So I wasn't alone. God forbid I went into labor, like down the street or something, some stupid shit like that. And, um, I came home. Um, I did try to eat pineapples. I've heard that that can induce labor. Um, I never tried it, but I had some on me. So I was like, fuck it. I'll just have some. It's not a big deal. Plus I really like crave fruit more when I'm pregnant, but yeah. And then, um, nothing was happening. So I napped for majority of the morning, whatever. And we just kind of hung around, um, in like the early afternoon, probably around like a little more before dinner, around like three, four o'clock or so. Um, I started having my contractions because I noticed that they were slightly getting closer. And, um, I was, when I was writing down the times, I noticed they were around like four to five minutes apart. So she said that one of the things to look out for was, is if my water breaks or the contractions get around four to five minutes, because then they'll like put me in line to possibly be induced. Um, or I mean, if I went back around with for four to five minutes that my water would break, but they were four to five minutes. So I was like, okay, let's just go back, you know, just to be safe because they're getting super close. Um, I went back and I got checked and I did dilate again, like throughout the day. Um, I went up to a three and so, okay, I figured, all right, maybe they would like have me stay, but I guess not. I was really fucking mad because I was really getting in like some severe pain. Like I can handle pain, but it started to get like really uncomfortable. And I'm like, are you really just going to send me home? And I guess that does make sense because, you know, they can get backed up quickly and I'm not necessarily making too much progress. I'm not like downplaying what happened to me, but at the same time, my water wasn't breaking. So it's possible that this can go on for literally another day or so. So, um, I got sent home again. Um, so I just decided to just have dinner and just go to bed. So I did that. And I was in a lot of fucking pain, like some intense shit. Like I felt like my bones were breaking from the inside out. It was not fun. And I was like, something is not right. Like this is getting super, super fucking intense. So um, I called Mike because he was hanging out downstairs and I was trying to go to sleep, of course. And I was just like, I really don't feel well. Like this is some intense fucking pain. And I just didn't want to get sent home again. So I was like, I guess we'll just labor this out at home and just go in when they're like two to three minutes apart or if my water breaks. So he started timing my contractions for me because I was literally getting like, I don't want to say oblivious, but just really dizzy. And I was like getting delirious. I was like, I am in so much pain. I cannot bear this. And the fact that I have to like labor this shit at home is like no fucking joke. 
So he said they're about two to, he said they were about two to three minutes and I was, they were starting to become extremely unbearable. Um, I went to the bathroom in the middle of a contraction, I guess, and my water ruptured at home and it like, it just, it completely broke. Like, I mean, thankfully it broke in the bathroom, so I didn't make a mess, which is always nice. Um, I know that's really not priority, but <laughs> that was nice that it was in the bathroom. But um, yeah, so I was, he was like, we have to go. Like, we have to go. And um, I was like, I can't do this. I'm weak and stuff. I was like, you know what? Call 911. So um, he's like, are you sure? I was like, yeah, I'm not going to make it downstairs to the car. I'm really not. So he called 911. Everyone and their mother showed up that usually does, you know, police, EMTs, paramedics, the whole nine yards. I think a fire truck came. Um, I'm hoping nobody actually showed up with that, but I really don't think that was the case. I actually don't think they showed up, but if they did, I wouldn't have known. It was very spotty at this point. That's also why I needed to get this off of my chest super quick because I know I'm going to forget details. So they all showed up. Um, the cops came up to the bathroom and they asked me if I was going to have my child right here. I was like, I honestly don't know. I'm just in so much pain and you, you guys need to get this child out of me. Um, the paramedics came up and the EMTs and they called my hospital um, to let them know that they were there and that my contractions were extremely close, but they did not see the baby. Um, thankfully that was, yeah, just, oh my God, thankfully, I literally thought I was going to give birth into, in my bedroom. Like I was fully prepared to push that child out in my bedroom. Um, yeah. So they did everything they can to stabilize me. Um, they called, they informed the hospital that they were ready to deliver at any time, whether it be on the side of the road, not literally on the side of the road, but in the ambulance or in my bedroom, which I really didn't want to do. But if I had to, then it is what it is because I was just in so much pain. I was just like, get this baby out of me. So, um, that was, so they got me downstairs, they got me into the ambulance and, um, they rushed me over to the hospital. Um, I was completely out of it. I was literally screaming at the top of my lungs. The decibels that came out of my throat were inhumane. Um, yeah, I'm a pretty loud person, but that was just, no. So thankfully we made it. They immediately rushed me to delivery. Um, they checked me for dilation. Of course, you know, they have to. Um, I was completely dilated to a 10 at that point. Um, it happened so fast from a matter of like 4 p.m. to 8 p.m. I dilated completely. I don't know how that happened. I, yeah, that was, that was insane. Even the nurses in like postpartum were like, oh, I read your, I read your file and wow, that for you, that happened so fast. I was like, you're fucking telling me like <laughs> that was, that was something else that was literally inhumane. But, um, I made it to delivery and I immediately had to start pushing. I begged, begged for the epidural. I really wanted to. And they're like, it literally takes an hour with paperwork, with the anesthesiologist, they got to go find him. And again, that makes sense. But I was literally dying. Literally. I need, I needed relief. Like I, at this point I've been in pain for almost like 
12, 14 hours. It was just, it was getting out of hand. Like I, I needed relief. That was, that was something else. But they were literally like, you just need to push. And I'm like, um, okay, I am completely weak, but I will do my best. So, you know, I started pushing and pushing. Um, his heart rate was dropping, um, trigger warning. I almost lost him. Um, thankfully, I don't know what came over me, but the one big push that just pushed him out, you know, he was completely okay. He screamed when he came out, which is what I figured he was going to do. Um, I did need the help of the vacuum. Um, it looked like, I think Mike said it looked like a plunger. It happened like three times. Um, but he finally came out and, um, they said that if I waited any longer, I probably would have needed an emergency C-section. It's just because like, I was so weak, like pushing, I, I literally, I almost like didn't make it. Like I would have just had to go straight into surgery because they had to get him out to save him because his heart rate was dropping. But, you know, thankfully he came out, he, you know, we're good. Once he came out, everything came out. I felt like a huge sigh of relief. Um, I felt incredibly weak, but honestly, I felt like a brand new person. I, I fell asleep. It was safe to do so. I just rested and, you know, Mike held him. Um, I, I unfortunately did not do skin to skin right away because I was just so traumatized by the entire day. I just, I needed to sleep because that was, that, that was something else that I was not prepared for any of that. And I know like nobody really is prepared because birth is so unpredictable, but that was, I don't know, that for me that that's going to take some time to really like settle. Like, I don't even know how I did that all natural. I, I mean, I could say I did it all natural because I did, but I, I don't know how I did it. I, everybody that has asked me, I like, I don't know, like I'm even stumbling over my words right now um, because I don't know how I did it because I was so fucking weak. But, you know, again, he came out. He's fine. I'm fine. We're actually both recovering really well. He's a good baby. Uh, we're adjusting well. So, yeah, um, you know, again, I just continue to advocate for yourself like, you know, I got sent home twice when I probably should have stayed that second time. This entire thing probably would have been avoided, to be quite honest with you. But again, I, I get the protocol. But, you know, at the same time, they shouldn't have turned me away at that point. But, you know, it is what it is. It's it's done and over with. He's fine. I'm fine. I'm healing fine. And honestly, that's all that matters. So, um, thank you for listening. Um, I will see you on the next episode. Bye.